Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Great physical strength could kill, but it's a risk I'll have to take. Something bothering you, Mrs. Spock? End of day. The freedom of speech is being taken away. What if they catch us somewhere if they die? Uh, I can't believe it's happening. Whatever. I have these dreams. The real truth. The real truth is that the people who are in power who put this system together have been in power for a week. Including the media. This has been going on for a day. Was it 1997, Michael? Anil? And welcome to a brand new life, to a brand new day, all the way from the wastelands of California. My name is Michael, and I am a mere figment of your imagination. I look forward to once again serve you those sounds of salvation. First time listeners, turn on, tune in, and drop out. This is a different kind of show, a place where we don't feel so alone. Let us chase away the light no matter what you at home choose to believe. I do admire you for your curiosity, live and direct right now. Well, not so live and direct right now. This will be a pre-recorded program. I do apologize. My guest this evening is Joaquim Hagopian. Joaquim is a West Point graduate and former Army officer who has written a manuscript entitled Don't Let the Bastards Get You Down. He is an He is an independent journalist focusing on geopolitics, international relations, globalization, and U.S. empire imperialism. He has a master's degree in clinical psychology. This year, Joaquin is writing the A through Z encyclopedia exposing the global pedophilia epidemic titled Pedophilia and Empire, Satan, Sodomy, and the Deep State. Once again, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for allowing me into your hearts and into your minds. Here we are again on a night like this. Welcome back to another dose of the Michael Deacon program. Tonight is going to be a bit of a rattlesnake. Always an honor and pleasure to be here. Thank you to those listening here in America and those who listen outside of America. No matter where you are on this island earth, I really appreciate you being here with me tonight. Now, let's get down to brass tacks. Hello, are you there, sir? Yes, I am. Perfect. Thank you for being here. And uh, sharing some of your time with us. Well, I'm glad to be here. Perfect. Now, before we begin, I thought you could tell us uh, just a little bit about yourself, uh, Joaquim, since I, I do find you very fascinating. Sure. Okay, well, I started out uh, basically uh, as a uh, a young young man trying to follow the footsteps of uh, World War II decorated father um, who served on U.S. naval submarines in World War II and Korean Wars and indoctrinated me to be a patriot and serving in the nation uh, as a uh, starting as an officer at West Point. So I, I got an appointment to West Point. And uh, to make a long story short, uh, the West Point leadership training system uh, simply uh, turns people into robots. Basically, it's a system of uh, teaching cadets to be order followers and then enforce a 
bunch of asinine, stupid rules that make no sense. Uh, and the ones that enforce the rules the most are the ones that shine according to the people that promote them. So it's a seniority system by which the mediocrity rises to the highest levels. The system is set up where basically the most dynamic leaders uh, are, are basically uh, leave the academy uh, basically uh, early. Uh, or they graduate and serve as officers in the military. And uh, they become, if they have an entrepreneurial or independent spirit or a mind of their own and an intelligence and creativity and empathy for their subordinates, uh, they are basically not promoted in this seniority. Zone. So that's kind of what I learned in my early on experience. And, and, and just to make it very brief, I was involved in a court case uh, where I charged West Point for uh, failure to allow due process of law, a constitutional right. Uh, and, uh, and, and I won, I became the first cadet ever to legally successfully challenge the West Point system. They ran up my demerits in the last two weeks of the term on a bunch of false charges. But because I only was able to uh, give my appeals right back to the person that's giving me all the demerits that was following the orders from his colonel to run up my demerits in the last two weeks. They railroaded me out, and this practice T02, and the institution was founded. So, uh, you know, I learned firsthand if you have integrity and keep your conscience, you're going to be in trouble in the system. And of course, that system pervades into all domains, not just the military, but the political system, the economic system, banking, uh, top corporations, um, the legal system. Uh, basically, you're an order follower. And then um, in the military, I was a lieutenant in, in the Army, went to Fort Sill, Oklahoma, the home of the field artillery, where they put steel on the target. Anyway, I, I ended up finally extricating myself from military service, uh, ended up getting a degree in clinical psychology. I felt like my calling was more suited for helping people rather than killing people. And uh, and so I became a spiritual warrior, and, and I worked with abused youth and adolescents in Los Angeles County, uh, butting heads with the largest uh, child protective services department in the nation in L.A. County, uh, trying to protect uh, my clients who were being abused by the system. We have a, a multiple modal system whereby uh, abuse is, the, is the, basically the MO. Children were being placed in situations in foster care that were actually, they were being taken away from their biological families without just cause, and they were being placed in foster care placements where they were endangered for further abuse. And, uh, and of course, the statistics of all the, the deaths of, of children in the foster care system in, in America is just atrocious. Uh, oh, it's yes. a very broken, broken system, and it's corrupt. And they actually are funnelers to the basically the child slavery trafficking pipeline. I'm not saying that every social worker or every Children Protective Services right. in America is rotten to the core, but there are elements, people in that system, just like there's people in the legal system, there's people in the law enforcement system, there's people in the government political system, 
the economic system, they're all working together. The CIA and the FBI basically are the handlers, or you might even call them pimps. They uh, are <laughs> yes. the coordinators. They're the coordinators. They, they pretty much bring in the organized crime. They bring in uh, basically the, the uh, transportation. Uh, they bring in uh, the military. They bring in uh, the Knights of Malta. They bring in the Vatican. It's a six six system. Right. Global, global. So anyway, I discovered this fairly early in my life. So it did not take me long after nine one one to realize. Oh, is that, that is, what Kim? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what, was that the moment you sort of realized things were not what they seemed? Well, I, I pretty much from my own personal experience, way back in the day, I saw how power corrupts. You know, right. I, I saw that. You know, while while basically there were generals in the Pentagon lying to America about the Vietnam War, I saw through all that because I was up against those same generals at West Point and uh, and you know managed to you know win the court case. So I, I kind of learned firsthand that, that people and of course that was Nixon era and the first uh, uh, vice president that had to resign, the first president had to resign. I mean, it was a very corrupt era where. Basically, anybody with their eyes open way back in the 70s could see that it was a very sick, a very sick, corrupt system even back then. So, yes, when 911 happened and all the anomalies were pieced together, shortly really thereafter, because there were so many holes and stupid false, false narratives. Um, so at that point, and I had been working in the mental health industry for a long, long time. Uh, so at that point, I, I, I realized uh, I need to dedicate myself to trying to, you know, basically learn more about how this government, a, an empire operating as the military arm of a very corrupt elite system. Uh, and, and at that point, I, I eventually uh, left the mental health uh, field and uh, began uh a new career as a journalist. And I started writing for Mikhail Chasadovsky, a really great person uh, who gave me a start as a journalist uh, for global research. And uh, and I ended up doing a, a small time with uh, Veterans Today and also started writing for Lou Rockwell and uh, Sock.net. So those are the main uh, news news outlet on the internet that my work has uh, been published. Uh, and then uh, bringing it up to this book that I'm working on. Yes, your new uh, book. I have, I have over half of it done, uh, and all the chapters that are completed are available, which I can, of course, you know, let people know where to where to get them. Uh, but I, I, I then uh, was approached uh, by uh, first Jim Fesser approached me, and oh, then uh, a couple yes. of months later, uh, uh, basically Robert David Steele ended up approaching me. Nice. About writing a book because I'd been writing a, about quote PizzaGate slash PedoGate and uh, I was one of the very few uh, journalists in the alternative news business where I was writing about that because that was the same time that they came up with that whole fake news concept and you know the, the prostitutes of, of uh, mainstream media and Facebook and Google and all of it, Twitter and yes. that it all. Right. They all got in this bandwagon, you know, they're all big prostitutes, as they're called, uh, and, and started uh, deciding what's going to be 
uh, fake or what's real. And of course, everybody pretty much that knows anything knows that they are all fake and they've been lying as a basically a, a propaganda ministry for the government for, for decades. The CIA owns the, the mainstream media, uh, literally uh, Washington Post. Um, so, you know, I, I was writing about the Pizzagate is a is a compilation of a whole bunch of circumstantial pieces of evidence that when you look at the bigger picture, you realize, yes, there is Washington uh, ring. It's child sex has been going on for a long time. And of course, you don't have to go far. I, I've been, I, I wrote back in February 2015 for Veterans Today, um, power pedophilia, uh, you know, and I, I forgot, power pedophilia and politics. Uh, I wrote an article for, for BT way back in, in then. And that was when basically the, the uh, Jeffrey Epstein case was coming up. Uh, there were a lot of lawsuits going on at that time. And it's basically still are. I think there's still pending cases. I think there uh, might be, yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, Bill Clinton and, and Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Also, incriminated and Alan Dershowitz, a lawyer and professor from Harvard and uh, Prince Andrew. Yeah, you know, and, since uh, you since you brought that up, Joaquin, I, I was going to wait to a little later to talk about that. But since okay. you, since you brought it up, I just thought, you know, uh, what what exactly are your thoughts and opinions on Donald Trump? And I, I'll just quickly say that his whole affiliation with Goldman Sachs and his affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein I've seen the flight logs with Bill Clinton's name along with his. That, that's always concerned me about him. Yes. And I'm sure that's, well, that's, that's a red flag for you, too. Sure. We have such a corrupt two-party system, basically owned and operated by the ruling elite, that anybody that ever has a chance of being nominated as the Democrat or the Republican for president has already been bought. They're already, that is my belief. And there is some evidence come out. Of course, there's been a lot of talk about Trump groping and all of that. Yes. A lot of other mm-hmm. sexual predators. But that's just, you know, that's the fringe. Uh, there, there have been accusations that as young as 12, and 12 years old girl basically uh, was taking him to court. Uh, she had witnesses. Uh, there was a, a case that actually was pending right up until three days prior to the election day last November. Uh, you know, and, and then they dismissed it. They shut it down. You know, they Interesting. Not yes. Go forward with it. Uh, so, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I'd like to think that Donald Trump is for real when he says, yeah, yeah and, he, you know, there's there Twitter where he's writing back in 2012, he, he wrote, we got to get rid of those those, those child rapists, you know, those pedophiles. We got to get rid of them. That's what he so was I saying. Mean, yes, he's made, he's made overture that you know he knows it's a problem, and and also we know that uh, that Putin, Russian Putin, uh, has basically been very uh, public about uh, his knowledge of the pedophilia problem that the West has, and uh, and it certainly goes far beyond America and. Uh, UK is as guilty as anyone, and Australia, it's all over. All the Western countries, and, and probably in the Eastern countries, their governments are all, well, certainly the, the network, the worldwide network of trafficking children as sex slaves, that is global. I mean, in every yes. corner of the especially, world, children, yeah. Especially in uh, Afghanistan, 
we all remember oh. the story of the Green Beret who beat up the Afghan officer for raping the boy. Right. Yeah, you, right. you remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was a, a West Point captain, a sergeant, that actually uh, roughed up uh, the, the police commissioner that they had trained uh, in, in Afghanistan. And the policy, Obama and another guy I went to West Point with, um, Dempsey, who is the uh, chief, um, chief Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman, uh, their, their army policy uh, was basically that you look the other way. Uh, this is a practice, bocce boys. Yeah, there uh, you go. Practice, awful. Uh, that had been going on for centuries. Very awful. Uh, and, and it was to be tolerated. That was the policy. They had a manual they came out with that basically, you know, put the hands behind the American soldiers back. And we had soldiers that were hearing these screams at night knowing what's going on. And they were told they had to just pretend it wasn't happening. And uh, so, yeah, these guys, uh, you know, the, the guy basically laughed in their face when the captain and the sergeant confronted them. The, the, and the captain was a West Point graduate and an honorable man. Uh, and uh, he ended up resigning. And the sergeant, who had spent like 12 years as a, uh, I think, a, a special forces um, uh, military personnel, he was actually uh, going to be discharged less than honorably. And uh, there became such an uproar, so much resistance to that when it got out in the news that uh, the army ended up reneging and, and basically saying, okay, yeah, you can stay in. And uh, so that was a small victory. But, um, but that's how absurd. And, really and basically, I mean, the military has been in neck deep this whole trafficking operation basically that we have you know 800 to a thousand military posts around the world um we got uh, hundreds of thousands of military personnel as military occupiers in over three quarters of all these nations on earth and uh and basically they work with the un they work with you know of course they've outsourced the military to a great extent and they use uh basically Blackwater you know, type outfits uh, like DynCorp and uh, Halberton. And these, these guys are all part of, part of this system, this very corrupt and illegal child trafficking system. Of course, it was blown wide open when they uh, were discovered in the Balkans during the Balkanizing of Yugoslavia, half a dozen different uh, small, weak nations. Uh, they discovered that all this stuff was going on in Bosnia and, and uh, Serbia and Kosovo and and, uh, and, and to this day uh, Ukraine uh, basically where you find the battlefields you will find obviously thousands of displaced people in fact we have more human beings on this earth that are homeless forced out of their homes because of empire wars than at any other time in the history of humankind there are more people without homes due to war now than ever before. So basically, we have a ruling elite that gets off on war. And of course, they own all the military industrial complex uh, corporations, Raytheon, Boeing, um, you know, on and on. It goes, uh, I know, it's terrible. Speaking of uh, homeless, the, the homeless problem, there's plenty teenage runaways uh, who go and frequent the streets and, and stay there and that's how they get introduced to uh, pornography because lots of these young women 
That that's how they end up doing porn. They're usually runaways. They start at a I very ran across age. a statistic within the last couple of days. Eighty percent of runaways in this in, in this country of America, eighty percent within forty eight hours are approached by sex trafficking. I believe it. Eighty percent. Yeah. Within a very short time. And of course, they're on the street, they're in the bus stations, uh and they're easy pickings. They're very vulnerable. Yes. These are like young kids. There's some and, really bad people in this earth. And I, I think lots of folks out there forget that. Yeah, these these are the procurers of these child sex rings that are part of this global network that are run by these Satanists that who own and control and run the earth. That that's the reality. Uh we have a handful of people, point zero 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 one percent of the human population that are basically calling all the shots because they own all the governments and the big corporations and the economic system, and, and they have this economic slavery thing that's been going on. The Rothschilds have taken over uh, the Bank of England and, and pretty much control the, the city of London, which is not part of London, but it's a separate entity of, of basically the, the banks and the royal family money and all of this. Uh, and, and this handful of, of bloodlines have been in control of all the governments, all, they've been in control of the Catholic Church, and they're Satanists. They're all Satanists. Yeah, and, that's what I hear. You know, and, and this is no satanic panic. That was one of the, those little catchphrases that the, the bad guys basically came up with in, in the, you know, all those scandals of the 80s. And, and they were wide, blown wide open. I mean, I wrote all about them now. I'm finishing up the last one from the 80s, uh, the Franklin scandal. If you want to look at how Basically, the anatomy of of uh, child sex trafficking, drug trafficking as well, uh, in America, look at the Franklin scandal. And, and I'm, I've finished writing it, and I'm just doing endnotes now, so it's going to be available within the next couple of days. Um, but, I mean, it's been going on a long, long time. And, and for every scandal that they actually expose, and all these scandals that I'm writing about from the 80s were exposed by mainstream media. Now... It did not take long before they kind of disappeared from the story because it got buried. This is the classic textbook of cover-up is the Franklin scandal. Uh, and I'll spend a, a minute or so talking about that because you can that, talk about whatever. It's okay. Um, we got plenty of yeah, time. That, okay, that becomes basically the anatomy of what it's all about and how they operate and and how it is. Uh, the cover-ups are always uh, from the very top, and of course at the time that that case broke with a Washington Times article basically headlining a uh, callboy tour in the White House. Um, and Tom Brokaw on NBC News carried that story. Uh, it was like picked up by the Washington Post and the New York Times. And, uh, and it involved a, an African-American man who was the community pillar uh, back in Omaha, who basically was the general manager of the Franklin uh, credit union. And uh, basically, that was the cover. He, he embezzled $40 million from his institution in less than two decades as general manager. And he was living so far above his 18, oh, I think it was $16,000 annual salary. And and he like had three homes in Omaha. He had a home that he was leasing in Washington, D.C. And he was basically the head of this child sex taking kids from basically the Catholic Church 
orphanage called Boys Town, the most famous orphanage in the world, probably. Mickey Rooney and Spencer Tracy got an Oscar for his role playing Father Flanagan. Um, you know, so, and, you know, I, I will say, you know, there, there's all these charities and orphanages, and there's a lot of good people, and they do a lot of good. But then there are bad people amongst all of these, and they're part of this. Right. Role. It's the fox guard, foxes guarding the hen house. That's how they basically stay immune from any accountability, because they have people in high strategic positions who are Satanists. You have to basically be a psychopathic, pedophile Satanist in order to have those high to be a protector, basically a fox guarding the hen house, where basically you're part of this whole sick operation. And uh, so, yeah, so they busted him for embezzlement and fraud. He did not serve. He ended up doing over just over nine years in prison. I think the last several in the basically a plush, you know, federal uh, federal prison. But anyway, he was the head guy of this traffic ring that brought kids from Omaha, Boys Town, and, and girls too, uh, into Washington D.C. to basically serve the politicos, the senators, the congressmen, and it was a whole blackmail operation. And and another link, basically, aside from Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump, right. is Donald Trump's mentor, Roy Cohn, who is the powerhouse, ruthless attorney back in the 50s that actually put the Rosenbergs on trial and prosecuted them and, uh, and ended up uh, Joe McCarthy's lawyer. And he was also the uh, consigliere of every crime family in New York. Uh, he represented all the, the big honchos of the mob in New York. And he became, uh, back in the 70s, when uh, basically Trump and his father, they were slumlords, and they were uh, basically being uh, discriminating against the blacks in uh, Brooklyn and Queens, where they had most of their real estate. And the young Trump, back in the, it was about 1976, I think, or somewhere around there, had a meeting with uh, Roy Cohn, and, and Roy became their lawyer. Because uh, that was the Nixon Department of Justice that was coming after uh, the Trump family for basically being uh, discriminating against blacks. And uh, so Cohn took their case. And, of course, his roughshod, you know, ruthless approach is like you know, slaughter, you know, basically make up all kinds of stuff against your adversary. And uh, so basically that's where Trump kind of, you know, learned the ropes uh, from his dad as well. Uh, but... Uh, Trump, you know, at that time, uh, you know, he, he began idolizing this guy. And, 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 of course, we know that Roy Cohn was also a homosexual that died of AIDS in 1986. And uh, so for over 10 years, uh, he was Trump's mentor. And getting back to pedophilia, J. Edgar Hoover, who was also a pedophile and a transvestite, a homosexual, uh, who uh, ran his Cointel Pro surveillance program uh, against any kind of a uh, quote threat. Uh, way back in the, in the 60s and the 70s, uh, he was doing this. Well, he and Roy Cohn uh, hooked up and they had child sex rings going on way back in Good the 50s. Lord. Roy, Roy Cohn was basically, yes, out of New York, there was a child sex ring. And then he teamed up with Edwin Wilson of the CIA and uh, back in the 50s. 
And uh, so the CIA was part of this whole operation way back when. And they, they began a, a child sex ring in Washington, D.C. in the 70s. And, of course, it carried on right in, into the uh, Franklin scandal that was back in, starting in the late 70s and right through the entire 80s. Uh, and, you know, we had the Finder scandal, which I wrote about. That was the chapter 12. We, we had uh, the daycare scandal that my own alma mater, West Point, in 1984 and 1985, there was a big scandal there. And, uh, the city, the, uh, the U.S. attorney, uh, uh, Giuliani, the future mayor of New York. Oh, boy. Yes. Mayor Giuliani. <laughs> he, he yes. Prosecutor of the West Point uh, daycare scandal where the satanic kind of abuse was going on there. It also was, uh, got more publicity. They really covered it up. They, they got together with the head honchos there at the West Point and minimized the publicity. So, I mean, I didn't even know about it until I started uh, doing research with the Pizzagate Pedogate last year. And, and and I stumbled on this information. It was a big scandal. And that was precipitated by a sergeant murdering his girlfriend's uh, little boy. Uh, and they gave him a dis dishonorable discharge. And he never served time for murder. Uh, so all this horror is going on in the military back in the 80s at daycare. Then, of course, McMartin was the big case in Southern California. Uh, I was living there at the time. And, and that was a big cover-up. That involved the politicians of Southern California and California, as well, and even entertainers who were part of this satanic uh, ritual, uh, sodomizing right. children. Uh, and they had the tunnels. And of course, they during the trial, they didn't have the tunnels. And then after the trial was done, then they found the tunnels. I mean, it was a, such a big cover up. Uh, and, and then the big one. Uh, also in the military on the West Coast, was the Presidio. Right. And I've written extensively Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. He's been on the program. Role. Really? Yes. <laughs> I've interviewed him here. Well, he's a, he's, he's quite a, a slick, fast talker, Satanist. He was a Satanist when he joined the Army as a lieutenant in 1968 and remained one until 1975 when he broke off with Anton LaVey's uh, outfit. He, he yes. basically saw him as a carnival. Uh, operator basically for publicity and wasn't a true Satanist. So he started his temple at Seth, uh, San Francisco. And uh, back in the 80s, you know, mid to late 80s, there was this Presidio scandal and, uh, and all this evidence. I've written extensively all about that. But Michael Aquino was a central figure in all of the, the Iran Contra. He ran uh, drug money, he laundered money, he worked with. Uh, I probably didn't even mention the, the, oh yes, I did mention the general manager, Lawrence King, a.k.a. Larry King, uh, but not the you know, known broadcaster. Yes. In year. And, uh, and he was the ringleader of the child sex ring that brought kids from uh, Boys Town all over the country. And Michael Aquino was involved in that. He was, he would go to, he was a programmer. He is, well, he may still be, I don't know, but he has a long history as a, a mind control programmer, and we know about MK Ultra and the Monarch program. I've written extensively on that as yes. well. Yes, Origina uh, originated way back thanks to Joseph Mengele. That's right. They brought old Joe Mengele, the yes. monster from the concentration camps in Germany, over to America through Operation Paperclip, thanks to... Uh, Alan Dulles, who was also the prime suspect of JFK assassination, 
Um, and uh, so, yeah, they brought all, all these Nazis over to basically run the mind control programs that they'd started in, in the concentration camp. And they uh, started them in the early 50s, doing dr giving the kids drugs. They, did, they have a systematic program, and it's also Illuminati. There's been centuries of Illuminati, and it began before 1776 and Adam Weishaup. It was long before that. They, they had a Spanish uh, you know, branch of, of Illuminati, and, and it goes back basically to Babylon and ancient Egypt and the worshiping of all the deities and Baphomet and satanic. Well, what's with the, the obsession? Worship. What's with the obsession with, with children and, and the elites? Well, they literally get off on the adrenochrome that is the chemical in the body when when an animal is uh, under a lot of stress. It secretes this adrenochrome, and that adrenochrome is a power rod that actually, when they sodomize children, when they torture the child, when they cut the child up, they drink the blood, when they eat the organs, and they do all of these things, they're cannibals as well. Uh, it gives them power. Now, there is scientific evidence to also back up that when you drink blood, it rejuvenates cells of the human body. Uh, so there probably is something to it where uh, they are able to, uh, you know, have longer life because of the practice of what they do with these poor children. Um, and so, yeah, they, they actually physically become more powerful and they also, through their rituals, their satanic rituals, they draw these uh, interdimensional forces, I believe, uh, in their rituals that actually occupy their body and occupy other human bodies. Uh, they're not physical, but they gravitate to, on a, on a low level, very unevolved, primitive, evil level, these uh, very uh, demonic forces will will end up occupying uh, human bodies and, they, and feed off as parasites the human body. And, uh, and, and that's what we have here. We have bloodlines that are Satanist, and they do these rituals, and they get off on all the blood, war, and sodomy with children. Uh, and, and it's been going on forever. I mean, they did this stuff back in Babylon, the worship of Baal and uh, Moloch. Yeah, you know, I, I was just going to say, I, I was just going to add that the whole mind control actually goes even further back, uh, back to even the days of the Egyptian Book of the Dead when they were creating, right. yeah, potions and all of that sort of thing and controlling people with uh, drugs and they were making them do all sorts of horrible things. So, yeah, uh, this has yeah. been going on since forever. They've had occult knowledge that pretty much carries this whole tradition down through the millennium. And uh, and these bloodlines have been in control uh, basically for at least a couple of millenniums. Uh, I mean, the Templars, I wrote a chapter about that, and, and it goes back to, you know, the, the whole worship of Baphomet and the sodomizing of children and, and uh, drinking blood and, and literally pissing on the cross. They were not Christian. They, they got their roots from the Kabbalism, ancient Jewish uh, mysticism. Right. And, uh, and and which goes right back to the, all those ancient deities. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so yeah, they, they've been doing this for forever, and uh, and they're still doing it. And, uh, and But what we've seen, there were all these scandals of the 80s that brought it out into the open, but they buried all of them. Bush buried the Franklin scandal so that we nobody knew about it after 
1989 and 1990, it was done. They murdered the investigator. They actually, uh, FBI planted a bomb on his small engine plane flying back from Chicago. He watched the All-Star game in 1990 with his six-year-old kid. And the bomb went off midair and it came and he had photographs, basically. The, the uh, professional photographer, Larry King, who basically got the dirty goods on all these people uh, through their blackmail scandal system. Uh, he, he uh, Gary Caradori was chief uh, investigator of, of the Franklin scandal. And, uh, and his plane blew up and, and of course the FBI had planted it and they were right there on the ground waiting. They, the uh, the sheriffs that were there on first on the uh, uh, basically saw these photos that he had gotten from the photographer in Chicago uh, that were basically uh, incriminating George H W Bush and all of the top politicians in Washington D C that that was the evidence it was a smoking gun uh, and the FBI moved in on the scene they uh, took went to uh, Caradori's office and pulled all his files from his investigation. They buried that story. And the thing is, uh, there's a thing called brownstone operation. And, and these are all basically a, a interrelated, different veins, different arteries that are part of this network, this global network. And, and what we have to realize is that, you know, one scandal comes out in all these different places, but they're not like random events that are isolated and disconnected. They're all connected because they are all run by the same high-level people of debauchery that, that pretty much are controlling the whole planet. And uh, and so, yeah, uh, basically there was a incident in, um, in a Minnesota hotel where uh, this guy... Uh, Nelson, who was a photographer for uh, Larry Franklin and the Franklin scandal, he saw basically uh, Larry Franklin hand, hand over a suitcase to Michael Aquino full of cash. And uh, it was oh, all wow. part of and And, <clears throat> and uh, Larry King told uh, his photographer, yeah, we're, we're part of the uh, Iran-Contra thing, uh, Oliver North's uh, operation. And uh, so, yeah, it's all interrelated. They have all the wars. They basically are doing the drug running from the wars. They're doing organ harvesting and trafficking from the wars, including children, bone marrow, and different organs. Uh, they have the child trafficking, of course. They have the arms trafficking. So they have all these legal, illegal operations in war zones all around the world. So basically, trafficking system is all working very efficiently with all the top leads of all these different domains that are interlocking and it's been going on for a long long time on a rather large scale and pizzagate kind of broke it open where we revisited all of this history that's been going on forever and realized that it had, it had it's gone a little bit underground so it's beneath the surface and of course mainstream media denied, you know, the whole yes. gay thing, and, and they do not, they're totally silent, this uh, global uh, network of human trafficking. And uh, so, I mean, it's been going on forever, and forever they've had immunity, and uh, they're not held accountable, but no time in the history of humankind has it been operating on such a large scale, and at no time has there been more evidence than right now.
we have the dirty goods on these people and we know who's doing it. And it's the royal family, the CIA, Bushes, the Clintons, uh, and maybe Trump. He had a part in it, I think, with Epstein. We don't know um, yet. So, yes. yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, we don't know yet, but um, birds of a feather flock together, don't they? Yeah. And in New York Magazine, three years before Epstein's arrest, uh, Trump was just idolizing Jeffrey Epstein, saying, oh, yeah, he's a buddy of mine. I've known him for 15 years. Uh, yeah, he likes beautiful women like me, and he likes them on the young on side. On the young right? side. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the guy knew what Epstein was doing. That's he creepy. That, that, that is so creepy, Joaquin. Don't you agree? Well, yeah. And, and guess who's the Secretary of Labor? Acosta. The same prosecutor that gave right. Jeffrey Epstein the sweetheart deal back in 2008, uh, where the guy basically a year showed up at night to sleep in a plush cell and then let him out every day to do his dirty business. Uh, he was basically a, a set up as a blackmail, sexual blackmail operation. His girlfriend at the time, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father was Robert Maxwell, who was a double agent for basically the Mossad and, and the MI6, and as well as a member of parliament, a media mogul. And, and so, yeah, that, he was, Jeffrey Epstein came out of nowhere and was set up with all these mansions. He's got one in New Mexico. He's got, of course, the one in New York that he ran with Trump with. He's got one in Florida that he ran with Trump with. Um, he's been to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, and, and, of course, the sex slave island, St. James Island, right. Virgin Islands, of the Caribbean, where, you know, he got in a little trouble with that one, and as well as the Florida. The Florida cases are the ones that actually busted him, jail, quote, jail. Um, so, yeah, the prosecutor basically made this deal uh, was rewarded, basically. So we know that there's this little, you know, sick brotherhood that's going on of corruption uh, where they protect each other. And that's true. Yes. And it, it's like, uh, it's 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 one thing where you're the president and you kind of know, well, even before you were even president, you knew this was going on, yet you kind of stayed affiliated with this person, which, which is what's troubling to me. And it always has been. And anytime I bring it up, uh, people just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Unfortunately, people have cognitive dissonance. They ha- have it with 911. They can't face the truth. That's the reality. They can't face They look upon the government as our protector, as our father, so to speak, figuratively, and, and, and that they're good guys that are actually, you know, even with all the corruption, that they still have this brainwashed notion that, that you know, the government's there to serve us. No, they aren't. They're uh, there to basically prey on what they've been doing for a long time. And there's a tyranny that, that's, that's going on with whole New World Order that basic George H.W. Bush brought in. He mentioned it like, you know, 20-something times. Plenty of times, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, many, many times. He, he made it the familiar term that it is. Uh, you know, and, he, and he's part of this Satan club that's been operating forever. And and so, yeah, I mean, it's it's just ridiculous how they've gotten away with it this long. Uh, and there's so much evidence. And I'm compiling the A through Z on evidence of pedophilia, how it's going on forever. And the same people are doing it. You know, so we got so much on the perpetrators. And it's time that we need to act. You know, it starts with truth and reconciliation. Right. Uh, that's That's the way we get the information 
of the people that are pulling the strings, all the puppets. We get the goods on them from the people that work for them, that work under them. And uh, that's the way it, it can be done. And, and I believe that that's what, I, I really hope to God that that is what is happening. There have been more uh, arrests for pedophiles and pornography. There's have, have been. That is pretty much, uh, and of course, you know, Trump and, and, and Sessions, the attorney general, have uh, gone public on a number of occasions talking about human trafficking and how they're, they're putting a, a lot of effort now into that. Now, whether that's just basically lip service, it remains to be seen because as long as we have the Clintons walking free, uh, you know, I, I, seeing is believing from my point, um, you know, but supposedly there is movement afoot. I mean, there this deep state shadow government that's you know been a, a, opposing Trump. They're part. They're part of this whole pedof. They're they're basically the perpetrators of this pedophilia network. So maybe there is something too. And, and of course, Trump's just trying to stay alive so they don't impeach him, so they don't kill him. Uh, so maybe he is going after the deep state perpetrators of this network of pedophilia. Uh, maybe I want to believe that. Yes. Like I say, seeing is believing. Right. We've got to get the, the ones that are pulling the strings that are operating first. Uh, and, and then I'll be a believer. I'm with you on that one. No doubt. And, you know, going back to the whole foster home, uh, situation when we were having that talk, you, you brought me back to a memory that I had way back when I was perhaps 11 or 12 years old. I recalled these two brothers who I went to uh, school with, and one thing always stood out with me is that both of these brothers always ended up with uh, some sort of weird bruising on their arms and legs, and I didn't really think anything of it until much later on. Um, once, once it started happening more, I, I remember these brothers were sent away somewhere, um, but I, I recall that whole situation really, really strange. And at the time I didn't really understand, uh, understood what was going on. But later on, I had talked to uh, my parents. My mom actually knew someone that, I don't know if it was a, 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 a mom or, a, or some, someone in that family, she knew someone. And she later on revealed to me that there was domestic violence going on and the kids were actually being uh, physically hit. So, you know, you, you kind of brought that back and it was a, it's yeah. a very strange thing. And I recall there being another statistic out there of like 50% of these kids are either molested or physically assaulted in, in these environments. Yeah. And, and by well, the way, the oh, by the way, the, the, these two, these two kids weren't brothers. They were just put in, in the same foster home. Later on, I learned that. Yeah, but you know, at that yeah. age, you don't you don't understand what's going on. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I worked in that system for over a quarter of a century, uh, working with abused youth in the foster care system, uh, and many of them were pedophile victims, mostly incest of family, friends, uncles, all this perpetrators were doing it. I, I unfortunately I did not have direct experience with. Uh, with working with like the mind control sure. uh, victims uh, or part of this uh, child trafficking, I, I did not have a, that experience. However, we do know though that 
that the, the Child Protective Services in this country, there was a senator in Georgia that was murdered with her husband, who actually was a, a real pioneer in exposing this system where they were the procurers of, of children for the trafficking, worldwide trafficking network. Um, yeah, Schaefer, Senator Schaefer from the state senator in Georgia. Um, so yeah, they, they, they kill people right and left. Uh, you know, of course, we know about the UK scandal with Jimmy Savile after yes. he dies, mm -hmm. it comes out. They knew about it all. BBC knew about it for many decades. The guy had hundreds and hundreds of victims, you know, as, as uh, you know, the DJ and the child uh, entertainer. And, and he ran with the royal family, basically, you know, evidence in the royal family of, of pedophilia. Uh, he was the procurer or the pimp uh, for a lot of uh, big wigs of, of uh, UK, and 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 so yeah, it's just the media, the, the court system, the, the banking system, you know, the mob, the mafia, the governments, uh, the military, the CIA, all the intelligence uh, organizations around the world are part of this. Uh, contractors, uh, you know, it's, it's all a global operation. Everybody has a hand in this. So, and there's just so much overwhelming evidence. It's time for people to wake up to reality right. and, and basically face the truth that this most horrific and disturbing criminal acts are being done to children in mass quantity. I mean, we're talking, uh, and this is a statistic that was like right around the turn of the century, around 2000, 800,000 missing kids in, in America each year. And that number has gone up every year. Uh, the system has become more insulated. It has become more sophisticated. Through the internet, it has become instant uh, in real time. And they've been doing it a long time. So they've you know, managed to make it so that it, there's a buffer uh, by which they are shielded and protected, uh, and uh, but not completely, because the pedo gate, we realized in the last year that a major problem, an epidemic problem around the world. Uh, they have sex tourism. They're, the State Department is part of this. They, they have these scandals uh, with blackmail of foreign dignitaries, whether they're in the United States or in the State Department and uh, the sex parties all over the world. Uh, they have a whole sex tourism industry. They work with USAID, AID. They uh, work with the UN. They work with the Red Cross. A whole bunch of, uh, quote, charity organizations are part of this as well. And the CIA pretty much are the handlers and the coordinators and the pimps, basically, that oversee this global operation. So it's time we wake up and realize what's been going on forever and do something about it. And to me, I look at it upon that it is the biggest chance that we have because nothing will upset and outrage a decent human being than knowing what they're doing to children. And if we're ever going to take action and hold these perpetrators accountable, it is over their pedophilia. It is the Achilles heel of the ruling elite been doing this horrible thing for so long. And so it's time to basically take action, hold guilty accountable, and uh, and basically have a changeover system. But we have to be careful, of course, because whenever an outgoing uh, leader is exposed, it's always the same as the old boss syndrome, where there's another corrupt, ruthless individual that fills the vacuum and the system of 
basically pedophilia and just total evil goes on because the people that own the puppets are still in control. Well, that has to stop. That has to. And uh, as we do a changeover system, basically the, the financial system is ready to just house of cards implode on itself. They set it up basically with, uh, uh, I mean, we got Trump recognizing Jerusalem now as the capital of Israel. It is mobilizing such opposition. There was just a recent uh, vote in the UN, and I'm glad to see this. I don't agree with the UN. I think it should be abolished because they're part of the whole new world. Yeah, order. the UN is However, evil. Yeah. However, it's a Rockefeller basically foundation started as, and it still is. Um, and they did a vote just recently, and, and, and we have like Marshall Islands and a couple of little, you know, obscure little islands sprinkled here and there that were the only countries who vote with the United States and Israel to change the capital. Uh, and everyone else, 121 out of 128 or something like that, uh, basically voiced opposition uh, to Trump and, uh, and company to, to make it a switch. So the, the consequence of that is, is that there are, basically the, it exposes Trump as never being seer about a, a two-state system where Palestine state is recognized as a sovereign nation. That is, was all just, you know, you know, just to see, to right. try and, you know. So, you know, it exposes, and basically I look at it like that's probably between the shenanigans that are going on with North Korea, and, and that's all the empire. It's all part of it. The North Korean situation created by the, the empire, the U.S. empire. I mean, the Korean War, uh, we bombed, we killed like one third of, of the nation's population, bombing the hell out of them, uh, more than even in World War II. And, and, and we, the U.S. has been the aggressor for the whole time. Uh, and, and so anyway, with the situation where the nuclear potential right. of uh, igniting a Holocaust and, and uh, and then now with the whole thing of Jerusalem and the mobilization of all this opposition uh, from the Muslim world, uh, backed by many, many nations that are, uh, you know, Europe, I mean, it's positive that basically UK, France, and Germany voted against America. That, that's a positive thing because they have always been vassalist empire. Uh, so it's a good thing that they voted on the right side. But, you know, they're just trying to inch their way into the Middle East power uh, game as well. Um, so it's not all just altruism for the Palestinians standing up for what's right. Um, but it was at least good to see that there's so much opposition. Now, whether that's going to change anything, no. Basically, Trump and company is basically saying full speed ahead. We don't care. We're not going to give money away now. We're, we're not going to give arms. We're not going to, you know reward you for voting against us you know that that's his basically his retaliation um so yeah it's, it's like the big bully that's been called out and now is saying well okay uh i'm taking my toys and going home and you're not going to be part of it you know it's, it's all you know juvenile yeah that's yeah, what it seems like it is it's just they're emotionally stunted in their growth development and uh and and these are the major players that uh determine life and death for our planet it's just pretty crazy right uh, it, so. it truly is and here we are what came nearly in 2018 2017 coming to a wrap here 
And uh, 2017 was a wild and fascinating year. We saw so many sexual harassment allegations left and right. We've seen Hollywood basically eat itself. And I must yeah. say, it, it's been kind of kind of entertaining and exciting for uh, lack of a better phrasing. But uh, these major players out there, like your Weinstein, um, I'm actually kind of glad that people spoke out about him. Well, there's two ways to look at it. Some are saying, well, that's all just a smokescreen because they're not touching the pedophilia epidemic. Uh, I'd rather look at it like, okay, that's a good start to go after the sexual predators of adult women, but you don't go just halfway. You go all the way. The truth is that these sexual predators are going after the children probably even more than they're going after the adult women. And they have this whole network that he exposed and, and you know, brought justice for these victimized children. Certainly, uh, certainly. So, you know, I, I think it just opens the door for that. You know, I mean, it, it may be the wag the dog smoke screen. Th this, is an, this is an early wave, I, I predict. I think we're going to see so much more of this in 2018. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm really hoping that the, the rotten fruit near, near the top of the tree falls. Uh, in 2018. I'm hoping on that. I'd like to see the Clintons behind bars, to be honest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Bushes and the Clintons uh, have been this dynasty for, you know, four, four decades. And, and, and of course, it was an extension with Obama, New World Order. Yes. Uh, everything, everything evil that I'm talking about, he, he basically was the stooge or the puppet in blackface New World Order wanted. Um, and, and, you know, he's just pure evil. Uh, they all are. Yes, I agree completely. It's very wild. And uh, on, a, on a positive note, we are very close to Christmas time. And if I recall correctly, you had some memories of your father bringing you back some gifts, if I recall correctly. Uh, you wrote about your father. Yeah, yeah. He uh, was in the Korean War on submarines, and he brought back... Uh, because, of course, at that time, you know, there was the rebuilding of Japan, right? Uh, just as there was in Germany. Um, and he brought back uh, trinkets and these kind of prized things. I, I remember a music box. That was a favorite uh, thing that he brought back to Japan. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. My, my father, he was a true patriot, a Silver Star recipient. And uh, he uh indoctrinated I me. Mean, I won't say brainwashed because, you know, I had a mind of my own right from day one. At sure. Point. They weren't able to snatch and steal my mind and turn me into one. Right. He's still um, your father, though. You know, he still loved you. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's Christmas time and it's time basically to uh, obviously this is the family holiday to, to get together with friends and family and, and right. to basically be grateful that we have friends and family and and, and but and of course you know people are talking about all the current events and all the calamity that is going on in the world and you know it's an opportunity when you do meet with friends and family to try and spread the word so that it, uh, more people I, I believe that we are reaching critical mass there are so many people now that have realized that mainstream media is just a propaganda ministry. And they're full of lies, deception. And, and so I think people are getting it. They're turning more to independent media on the Internet. Um, and basically what the elite is most afraid of is 
informed and educated uh, uh, citizens of the world finding out the truth about what they've been doing forever. Uh, they're very afraid of that. And that's why, you know, we might see, you know, the whole system in its state of collapse where who knows, they could pull a martial law and take down the internet and all this. There, there are alternative resources that are mobilizing now to replace Google, to replace the internet. Uh, right. And, you know, so I'm optimistic that actually if there is some kind of breakdown and where they try and control, I mean, every totalitarian regime in history, one of the very first things they do to stay a, a totalitarian regime is control information flow. And basically, we have like six corporations that are totally in control of yes. 90% six of media. all information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Six and, media corporations. And, and of course, they all read from the same script, which is all lies. And, and so, yeah, there, there's a real concerted effort to pretty much control the truth so that they conceal it, they put it under the rug uh, and, and cover it up, just like they've been covering up all these different scandals. Uh, but... I think truth will prevail. You know, I, I think that we're going to see a lot of, you know, hard times ahead economically, and there probably will be some kind of global war. You know, they're talking about the potential of Armageddon in, in the Middle East because of this whole Jerusalem affair. Um, you know, uh, it, it could easily happen. I can see see it. And of course, the the ruling elite that have been doing all this horror. Uh, have been planning on a major world war. Uh, Albert Pike even predicted that there would be a World War III. Predicted yes, he the did. First right. He also predicted a third one coming. And, uh, and, and you know, so, uh, and of course, Albert, Albert Pike was a Freemason. And all, all of those secret societies made their, you know, involved in this whole operation as well. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I see it's going to get dark. It's going to get rough. Uh, but the truth will prevail in the end. I know that. I know that. And and I believe that eventually justice as the truth also they, the, they go hand in. By the way, Joaquim, are you a religious person? I am not of any religion. I, of course, uh, do not denigrate anybody for their choice in believing in a particular religion. Uh, even though the Catholic Church is run by Satanists and there's many pedophiles in all of the religions. Uh, but it's not just a religious thing. Uh, there's a lot of people that are made better human beings by their faith and religion. So I'm not going to in any way disrespect or dishonor that their choice. Right. For me, for me, the religions are dogmatic. They're brainwashed. They're inventions by the elite to control the masses on this earth. Um, and they're all corrupt. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, I gravitated mostly to, as far as the ideology of to Buddhism and, and Taoism and those kind of Eastern philosophies and religions, mostly. Um, Understood. But, yes. But uh, but no, I, I consider myself a spiritual individual. Ah, I see. A, God, a spiritualist. Very important. God is very. I totally believe in God. Uh, but yeah, the religion just not for me. I'm an agnostic atheist, to be honest. Okay. But you know, it works for me. Some days I'm more leaning towards a god, and sometimes I'm not. It depends on it yeah. depends on my mood. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I went through a phase of that. Oh, at you one did. Point my, but but no, I I uh, I totally believe that. I mean, there's nature has perfection, and there are many many uh, very concrete 
evidence to me of, of a creator uh, behind everything. Uh, and, uh, and, and just the joy of, of life's simplicities, uh, you know, through nature and, you know, you know, pets and children, I mean, they're pure. Um, and, you know, they're, they're to, to me, and, and of course, I think that science in, and in some ways religion or spirituality merged or are, is merging probably still. Um, but yeah, I, I do believe that there is a creator. I also believe that there's multi-universes. They're kind of scientifically finding out from believing this now. Uh, and of course, there is intelligent life elsewhere in this multiple universe uh, dimension that we're in. Um, you know, so yeah, it's it's a, a, a wonderful world and it's a very sick world all at the time. But but it's up to us as good people to take care of each other and care for each other and love each other, brothers and sisters, uh, and uh, and basically hold the evil ones accountable. So we can change over this system where we're not enslaved by the thieves that have been exploiting humanity and hijacked humanity uh, for centuries. Yes, sir. And I do want to thank you very much for being a part of the program. And um, go ahead and, and plug anything you want. And I'll also give you the final word on anything you'd want to uh, say, perhaps some words of wisdom for those who need it out there. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, it was very important to me from the very start when I began writing this uh, book called uh, Pedophilia and Empire, Satan, Sodomy, and the Deep State is the name of my book. And uh, it was very important to me to have it available free for everybody to be able to have access and read. Um, so it can be found for free on my blog site which is empireexposed.blogspot.com. And, uh, and then it also can be found on uh, tinyurl.com slash pedoempire, one word, P-D-O, empire. You can find it for free there. You can also, uh, you know, as a Christmas gift or, you know, if you want to pay 99 cents for a chapter or for the whole uh, 12 chapter in the forward by Robert David Steele, you can, uh, I think, pay 11 something for it on Amazon Kindle. Um, and uh, it's done very well there in the categories of politics and uh, child advocates in the top 10 of many, many of the chapters thus far. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that we spread the word as far as the words of wisdom. Well, I mean, I, I'm not a Christian, but, uh, I believe in the principles that Christ taught, at least, you know, compassion yes. and empathy mm -hmm. for all life on this earth that we have all been, uh, manifestations of a single creator and, and that the, the biggest lesson in our life is to know that it is not just this physical body and brain carry around in our head. Uh, the the elite brainwash is that it is a material world where basically the material values are given the highest priority. Uh, but really, life to me is about learning to love. And uh, it's a universal love and compassion for all living energy and all living humans. Uh, and to be able to 
have respect and dignity given to all living humans and all living energies on this earth. Uh, and you know, if you if you uh, use religion or spirituality to get there, or or if you're an atheist but just has a compassionate heart for other people, it doesn't really matter your belief system. Uh, in in my opinion, the Creator does not like place judgment. Oh, you have to believe in Christianity, or you're damned. And many of the Christians are brainwashed to believe this, and some of the other religions as well. Right. Uh, the, the chosen one, um, you know, or even in Islam. So, uh, you know, it's really just about learning to love with compassion all human life and valuing human life. And there is nothing more precious about human life in the human domain than children. And they've been killing them for so long and in mass numbers. And we really got to do something about this. We can no longer run away and say it's too disturbing and I don't want to know. Uh, that's not good enough. And I understand if each person uh, is responsible for their own and has basically the right to say, oh, it's too disturbing and walk away. That is a person's right. But I don't think it's the right way to go because you become complicit. If you know that this stuff's going on, but you can't face it and just ignore it, then you are part of the problem because in passivity, it only allows the aggressor, the perpetrator, the predator to continue parasitically doing this harm to our children. So we really have to come together and do something about this. And in that process, we can remove this international crime cabal that's been in place for so long and uh, replace it with uh, like-minded spiritual people that actually do have a heart for all and, a, and, a, and a basically a, a compassion for all life. And, and this is what we, we need to do. This is our big challenge. Uh, get rid of this old system that is so corrupt and corrosive and, you know, uh, immoral. And, and we have to get back to, to the, the roots of basically uh, believing that we're here for a positive a purpose, a healthy, good to people. That's a tremendous message, and I completely and fully agree with you. And I want to thank you once again for being a part of the program and sharing some of your time with us here. And we'll definitely have to touch base again in the very near future, sir. Well, thank you, Michael. It's been a pleasure talking. Yes, it's been terrific. I really enjoyed having this conversation with you, and I hope many of those who listen to this will take something out of this program tonight. All right, take care. And that was my guest, Joaquim Hagopian. Here we are, a few days away from Christmas, folks, and I'm having flashbacks to past Christmas memories. This is also a very depressing time for those out there with no family or friends. Oh, they exist, all right. Christmas is really a time for families and friends to unite. If you have someone out there that you feel you should be nice to, perhaps you should. Maybe you haven't talked to your father who you've had issues with in the past. Perhaps it's a great time to reconnect. Maybe it's a mother or a stepmother. Who knows? Whatever the situation is, this is the time to bring a little bit of joy and peace to everyone, really. Big shout out to all the international listeners out there. Your emails and voicemails all have lifted my spirits. Thank you so much for that. Also, keep in mind, if you enjoy this program, donate. Help me keep this program running. Please keep in mind, 
This program completely depends on its listeners. Yes, that means you right there, sitting down. Be a friend and share the show. I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas. Be safe out there. I'm Michael Deacon. Thanks for listening. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place. And life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night everybody.